We back in the house again. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. We are streaming live from Taylor Tabernacle here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where Elder Jonathan Ford is our pastor. And we welcome you to worship with us this morning. Amen. Amen. I invite you to lift your you lift your voice just for a moment. Just for a moment. Put down the coffee. Put down the pancake fork. It's okay. It'll still be there. But I am excited this morning. It is Communion Sunday, and we are in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I invite you to lift your voice and just cry out, Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for allowing us into the house one more time. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name. Our hearts and our minds are prepared for communion this morning. Hallelujah. We look forward, Lord, to partaking of your broken body and your shed blood this morning. Hallelujah. We glorify your name this morning. We lift you on high. I promise you this morning, that gas bill that you're worried about, that electric bill that you're worried about, if you cry out unto the Lord and lift his name, give him glory and give him praise, I promise you he'll answer your prayer. Hallelujah. Don't let this moment pass you by. He said, if you don't praise me, I'll allow the rocks to cry out and praise you. I don't want a rock praising him for me. He's been too good for me. He set me free. He healed my body. Hallelujah. And I just want to give him glory this morning. There's nothing like being in the house of the Lord. There's a presence here that is nowhere else. I'm not saying he won't visit your house. But there's something about the presence of the Lord that dwells in the sanctuary. There's something about the presence of the Lord that dwells among his people when we praise him. Hallelujah. I, I can't say it enough. Lift your voice and give him glory. Worthy. Woo, he is so worthy of that praise. Hallelujah. I can't tell you. I don't know what he did for you, but I know what he's done for me. Hallelujah. And I lift his name this morning and give him glory. Hallelujah. He's a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. Lord, thank you. He's a healer. He's a lawyer. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name this morning and we give you glory this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I invite you into the sanctuary. I invite you back to church. COVID can't hurt you. God has got us in the palm of his hand. Hallelujah. And you have to remember that so many of us, we're going where we want to go. And we're using it as an excuse not to come back to church. God is here. His presence is here. And he answers prayer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. As I said, it's communion Sunday here in the tabernacle. We hope you set aside your juice and your cracker or bread, what have you, as we prepare for Holy Communion. I'm going to read the scripture, and our scripture is going to be 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 34. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 34. Followed by my scripture will be the confession of faith by our deacon Aaron Abram. And following that confession, uh, that confession of faith, 
will be our prayer of consecration by our Deacon Todd McCoy. And follow Deacon McCoy's prayer. The next voice you hear will be that of our pastor, Elder Jonathan E. Ford. Amen. First Corinthians eleven eighteen through First uh, Corinthians eleven eighteen through thirty four. Ooh. Ooh. For I receive from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and we, when he had given thanks, he broke it and said. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Thank you, Lord. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if you were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be fully condemned with the world. So then, my brothers and sisters, when you gather to eat, you should eat, you should All eat together. Anyone who is hungry should eat something at home so that when we meet together, it may not result in judgment. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. Our deacon Aaron Abrams. sake of your son Jesus Christ have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name amen and now I will pass it over to Deacon Todd McCoy Amen. 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 Lord Jesus, you told us to do this in remembrance of you. 
But we thank you, Christ Jesus, for the teaching we have just received. Lord, that you would forgive us so that we would not do this in an unworthy manner. Lord, forgive us our transgressions. Forgive us our sins. That we humbly approach communion. Seeking a greater and stronger relationship with you. That we would commune with you in a worthy manner. Lord, that our hearts would receive the bread, which is your body. Not our stomachs, but our hearts would receive you, O Lord. That our hearts would receive the juice, the blood that you shed, that would cover us. Lord, prepare us right now to receive you. As you prepare those sacraments. Forgive us, O oh Lord. Consecrate us, O oh Lord. Those who are in the sanctuary, those who are in their homes, that they have set aside. That this would not be a ritual, but instead an opportunity for us to commune with you, to be closer to you, to receive you, Christ Jesus. And be transformed. So we pray over the sacraments right now, O oh Lord. That not only would they become you, but that we would be in a place to receive you. For your glory and your honor. And we thank you, Lord, for not only teaching us communion, but making it available to those who seek you and are saved. In your name we pray, Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 With that, we are going to have our pastor come up, Elder Jonathan Ford. You may be seated. You may be seated. I'm going to ask you for a little mic, John. Can I just get a little bit more volume? So we thank God for this another Lord's Sunday. Thank God for an opportunity and privilege to be gathered once again in the house of God. So glad, like David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Amen. And so we thank God. John, if you could turn my volume up just a little bit so I can hear myself a little bit, that'll help me. Uh, that way I won't say everything twice. <laughs> I can actually hear myself. But what a joy and what a privilege it is for us to be gathered again into the house of the Lord. Now, we have had uh, uh, a hiatus, shall we say, from the communion service. Uh, we started out the new year, uh, and unlike our custom, we did not start the new year the first Sunday with communion. But instead, I chose to abstain from communion 
until after which time we had a chance to learn, read, and study about communion. And so, over the benefit of the last seven or eight weeks, we have taught uh, sermon after sermon on different aspects of the communion service, so that by the next time we were to take communion together today, we could do it with a full and better understanding of what the communion service is and what the Lord's table represents. Amen. Amen. So that's what we have done. And what I'm going to encourage folks to do, if at any point during the last uh, two months you missed a service, we were all virtual, and so you miss logging on, you miss tuning in, all of those sermons, I did a series of messages on communion, are they are available on our church's website. So you can go there, you can review it, you can listen to it again, you can play it back or whatever mobile device you might have, and therefore you too can also have share in that understanding and what we taught about communion. Now, not only has that been of benefit and blessing to you, and I really, and I thank God for everyone who called, emailed, and texted, and all of the positive feedback we received on that sermon series on communion. And so I thank God, because like I said, when you, when the congregation reacts like that, that confirms for me the Holy Spirit has me going in the right way. I'm going in the, you're going down the right way. That's the reaction. There it is. That's how, that's how, that's one of the ways as a preacher you get some sense that what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do is actually blessing and benefit for the people. But the other thing that is interesting is that I, as your pastor, also learned some things about communion that heretofore I did not know. And so it had also been, a, it has also been a blessing and of benefit to me as well. And one of the things that I realized, one of the things that I learned, is that before we actually partake of the sacraments, is that an opportunity should be given for all of those in attendance, whether it be in person, whether it be virtual, to be sure of the choice and decision they are making by coming to the Lord's table. And that is, again, we taught on this, the Lord's table is reserved exclusively for two people. Only two kinds of people should come to the Lord's table. First, it is reserved for believers only. Those who have made an audible confession of faith and have by faith believed in and accepted Christ as their personal Savior and are committed to living their life for Christ. That description fits you. Welcome to the Lord's table. You're invited. Jesus said, come. Come, all ye that are hungry, all ye that are, come without money, come without pride. 
to the Lord's table. The Lord's table, even in that category of believers, it is not for all believers. Okay? And I preached on this. This is nothing new. In that category of believers, if there are believers that have sin in their life, meaning a violation of God's word and will, and have not confessed that sin and asked for forgiveness of that sin, you're no longer invited to the table. Again, I've told it, this is not new stuff. We've taught on this, right? That if you have unconfessed sin, you're not invited to the Lord's table. And so what I am doing today is a paradigm shift on what I have normally done when we had communion. Years pass, come up, I would go right into the Lord's table, right into the communion service. But today I want to delay that a bit and give an opportunity. Anyone here today in our sanctuary, anyone joining us today online, if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I invite you to do it now. Do it now. Acknowledge. He said, confess your sins. He said, if you would just confess the Lord Jesus, believe on him in your heart, as the scriptures have said. Don't, don't do it because someone else has done it. Don't do it because that's what they're talking about. Do it because the scriptures said. And when you heard the word of God, when you heard the gospel message, something in your heart changed. That be you. Come on and invite Christ into your heart. He said if you make that confession and if you believe in your heart, the Bible said the same shall be saved. The same shall receive, the same shall receive the blood covering, the blood washing making you worthy of the Lord's table. So unbeliever, get saved. To the believer, get right. And how do we get right? We get right when we confess our sins unto God. God, the, the, the scripture says that he has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That means every day, every chance I get, I want to be reconciled first with God. Secondly, with my brothers and the sisters and those that are of the household of faith. And so if I've said anything, if I've done anything, if I've thought anything contrary to the word of God, let me confess it now. So, believer, confess your faults one to another. The Bible tells us this. It tells us to leave our gift at the altar and go what? Go get reconciled. 
I shouldn't have said what I said. I shouldn't have done what I'd done. I, 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 I don't know what happened, but I, I shouldn't have treated you the way I should. And I'm here today to say I'm sorry to you. I'm here today to say forgive me for what I have done. Why? Because I can't come to the Lord's table. I can't come to the Lord's table in an unworthy manner. I can't come to the table harboring sin in my heart. I can't come to my table knowing I had an opportunity to help my brother and I didn't do it. Because if I do that, I handle his body and I handle his blood in an unworthy manner. I told you when we set out on this sermon series, the goal was to get communion right. How many of us for years, whether knowingly or unknowingly, ignorantly or, or, or knowingly or, or ignorantly have come to the Lord's table? And like I told you as I was preaching this series, I'm not laying the blame at your feet. If there's blame to go anywhere, it should be on those of us as clergy who have failed to teach on the importance and significance of the Lord's table. Therefore, allowing those that hear our voices and sit on the right teaching to come to the table ignorantly. And here's the thing. She read it in that passage. When you handle his body in an unworthy manner, listen what it says. You eat and drink damnation to your own self. Let me put it another way. You are cursing your own self. You don't need a witch to curse you. You don't need a warlock to put a spell on you. You're cursing your self by taking that which is holy. We've got to get communion right. Somehow over the years, somehow in all of this change with technology and all of the movement and an advancement of human society, we have lost the sacredness of the table and have in like manner lost the sacredness that we should live our lives. And so now anybody comes to the table. And not only does anybody come to the table, they come any kind of way. Never realize, never understanding the harm and the danger. They used to tell us in church when I was a little kid, they would tell God is not a plaything. God's not a plaything. The communion table is not a plaything. The Lord's body is not a plaything. But somewhere along the way we lost it. Somewhere along the way 
it became common to us. So we come any kind of way. We talk any kind of language. And Paul said we never once discerned the Lord's body. So I owe it to you as your pastor, overseer, shepherd, to instruct you in such a way that when you come to the Lord's table, you come in a worthy manner. Why should I willingly allow you to destroy yourselves? Why should you willingly eat and drink damnation to your own selves? Look at somebody and say, don't do it. Don't do it because the, the answer is so simple. Sinner man, give your life to Christ. Believer, confess your sin before Christ. Get reconciled. I told you. And I said, Lord, oh my goodness, I thank you for this. If we get communion right, Christ uses the communion to purify his church. For years, we got it wrong. We thought the pastor purified the church. We thought the deacon board purified the church. Then we just got to the point where anybody could purify the church. Anybody could tell anybody, yeah, you can't come here no more. You, you're not with. No, no, that was never it. If we look, think about it, if we just keep the, 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 the Lord's table sacred, it would cause the unbeliever. We want unbelievers to come, but we, we, got, we want them to understand that there is a commitment that must be made first before you pick up the cup, before you take up the bread. And for the believer... We've got to understand, this is what Paul says in Ephesians. He says, walk worthy of the calling by which you have been called unto Christ Jesus. We've got to walk worthy so that we can come to the Lord's table in a worthy manner. So let me work this word. This is not personal worthiness. This is not you saying, yeah, I'm worth." No, it's not that. This is saying we put our lives in the mirror of the Word of God. We humble ourselves and we say in our prayer, Lord, search me. The old folks used to say, turn a searchlight from heaven down on me. Search my heart. Search my mind. Search my motives, my attitudes. And if there's anything that is not like you, today, begin to wash me with your word. 
Begin to purify me with your spirit. Begin to change me by your word so that when I come into the congregation of the believers, I don't come looking to get, but I come looking to give. I told you last Sunday, communion ain't over until what? Until you serve somebody. It's not over until you wash somebody else's feet. And it's so doing. Look what Christ has done. He set a process in motion inside the church by which it is purified every time we come to the Lord's table. If you just do communion right, God will begin to purify, change, cleanse, sanctify, anoint, and empower the church of God. This is why it's so important to get communion right. That's why it's so important not to let communion become such a common thing where you just do it any kind of way. Do it with any type of spirit. No, no. Think about what Christ has done. He's offered up his own body. He's offered up his own blood so that we who believe in him might do the same in like manner. Not on a wooden cross. But he says in the word, he said, take up your cross and die daily. You know what that dying daily is? Trying to get ready for the communion service. Just die out to it. Just die out to it. Get it out of your life. Get it out. Every day, Lord, wash me again. Lord, point out... Not, Point out who I've offended. Let me go back. Let me go and make it right. Even if it means I've got to take the low road. Even if I've got to say I'm sorry and I'm not the one who offended. But just so there's no ought between me and you. Just so we can come to the, the table with a clean conscience. Help me to do whatever I can do. Help me to say whatever I can say so that he can once again cover all of my sins. Cover me. Not with my own righteousness. This, this is not my righteousness. This, this is, you want to see my righteousness? Here it is. That's my righteousness right here. That's about as good as I get on any day of the week, right here. But thanks be to God, he what? He covers me. Isn't that right? Thanks be to God. If you were to look under here, it's an old wooden table. Hallelujah, but thanks be to God. We cover it. It looks something totally new, totally different. Why? We've been justified by faith. Hallelujah to God. So at this time, I say again, unbeliever, accept Christ as your personal Savior.
Don't come to the table in an unworthy manner. To the believer, I say, confess your faults. Confess your sins. Jesus said, if we would, the, the, uh, John said in 1 John, if we would just confess our sins, he's faithful. He's just to forgive us of our sins and to what? Cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Why? So that we can come. Come. Now you come. Come on. Now, now you can come. I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. Not only do you eat and drink damnation to yourself, not caring or respecting the Lord's body. We live in this era and age now where we are so concerned about airborne illnesses, viruses. We live in the age and era of the COVID-19 virus. Never realizing that in the spiritual realm, we live in an atmosphere of airborne viruses. They're all over. Not, not, not our, not, not the H2OM, but the spirit realm in which we live as believers and unbelievers. But in the spirit realm, the body of Christ dwells. And when we come to the Lord's table without discernment, without respect, and without obedience to what he has said, we not only bring judgment on ourselves, but we also release spiritual viruses into the body of Christ. So instead of coming to the body and being a help or an encouragement or a source of strength, our own disobedience now injects a virus or a cancer into the body. We wonder why are our churches not stronger? Why are our churches not Better. Why are our churches not on fire like they used to be? Has anyone considered, has anyone done an inspection of the body for spiritual wickedness in high places? That's what's happening to our churches. That, that, that is the sickness that is carried around in the body of Christ. All because you and I fail to take communion properly. Not only do we bring judgment on ourselves, but we inject virus, cancer, 
sickness into the body of Christ. Get this. Get this. This is in your Bible. So he says this. I'm coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle. And we'll never become that church, that bride, that chaste and pure bride until the body is rid of all sickness, all virus, all cancer. So that means each of us has a responsibility and an obligation to the body as a whole not to be the point of injection of that which can destroy the body. I said, Holy Ghost, help me. I never, I never saw it that way. I always thought the, the communion was just about me. Just about Christ. No, it's about the whole body. That's why he said, wait for one another. Trying to get us to understand, it's the whole body. Not just your body. Not just your life. But we've got an obligation to keep holy the body the Lord Jesus Christ. Unbeliever, except Christ is your personal Savior. Believer, confess your faults and sin unto God. And do it now. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Do it today. The Bible says now is the acceptable time. Do it now. Do it before you come. Do it before you drink. Do it before you eat. So I'm inviting everybody everywhere. You're here in person. I'm so glad to see so many saints of God. Whether you're joining us virtually, so glad that you're with us. But we're going to take the next 30 seconds. And we're going to get right so that we can come to the Lord's table today. I know you rushed in and made it on time. And I know you wanted to get there before the pastor died. But now let's, let's slow everything down. And let's get it right. Let's get it right. Everybody, everywhere, close your eyes. Bow your heads. And let us go before God again. Lord, here am I. <laughs> here am I, Lord. My life is an open book under God. You know all that I've said. You know all that I've done. And you know everything I've imagined in my heart. Hallelujah. I love you too much. Hallelujah. Do not, not be careful in handling your body. So I confess. Hallelujah. I confess I'm an unbeliever. 
Hallelujah. And I confess that I need you as my Lord and Savior. Now, hallelujah to God. Hallelujah, Lord, this morning. I confess that I am a believer, but I've sinned against you in word, in thought, and in deed. And I need you to forgive me of my sin. Lord, help me this morning. And with that same blood, Lord, wash me again. Hallelujah. Wash me with your word, Lord. Hallelujah. Wash me, Holy Spirit, that I might come up clean. Hallelujah. That I might be worthy. That I might be worthy of the Lord's body. That I might be worthy of the Lord's blood. Help me not to eat and drink damnation on myself. Help me not to inject a virus into the body of Christ. Help me, Lord, to wash somebody else's feet. Help me, Lord, to walk worthy of the calling by which you have called me unto yourself. Forgive me. Lord, forgive me for my faults, my failures, my trespasses, and my iniquity. Lord, create in me a clean heart. Lord, renew a right spirit within me so that I might be able to lift up holy hands without wrath. Hallelujah! Help me, Lord, to speak the truth at all times. Hallelujah! The Help me to praise you with a clean vessel. Hallelujah. 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 Help me, Lord, to worship you as a clean vessel set aside for the master's use. Lord, this is our prayer. We ask it in the name of your beloved son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said amen. Amen. And amen again. Now, if you have heard and received the word of God, if you have now prepared yourself, and I don't mean prepare yourself because you're wearing black and white. I don't mean prepare yourself because you're fasting this morning. But you prepared yourself according to the word of God. That you might come to the Lord's table in a worthy manner. To you I say welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Lord's table. To you I say welcome to holy communion. This is the place. This is the time where we, re we remember and reconnect with our God in one body. So to you I invite for you to take the bread. You would just lift up your sacraments at this time. Pull back the top layer. Do we have an extra one? Take mine, Pop. Take mine. Grab them as you come in, church. Pull that back. 
The Bible says on the night that he was betrayed, Jesus took bread. He broke it and he blessed it. And he said, take, eat. This is my body given for you. He told his disciples, do also the same. Everybody everywhere, take the bread and eat of the Lord's body. That same night that Judas betrayed him, that same night that they argued among themselves who would be the greatest, that same night plans were already set in motion to deliver him to the religious leaders. That same night, Peter said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and also my head. In the middle of the Passover meal, he stood with the third cup and told his disciples, this is my blood, which is the new covenant. No longer the old covenant. But I sign tonight into, into, into action, into authority, a new covenant. This stands now between you and God. Look at that. Christ is our covenant. Christ is the one that stands between us and God himself. That's what the cross is all about. It's not, not just about wood. It's just not about hanging them the right way. But Christ stands between divinity and humanity. And we meet in Christ Jesus. That's how we get to God. Not on our own, not by our own right, but we come in to Christ himself. And there we find fellowship with God our Father. To you, lift up the cup and drink ye all of it. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Come on, somebody put your hands together. Lord, finally, finally, finally had communion. The year is almost over, but it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait to do it right. Today we commune with our Father. Today we commune with the Son. Today we commune with one another. Jesus said, I give you a new command. He said, and that is that you love one another. That's the new commandment. And if we're going to be worthy of the Lord's table, it is that commandment we must obey. We must love one another. We must wash one another's feet. And in so doing, Prepare the body of Jesus Christ for that fateful day. The fateful day is the marriage supper of the Lamb, where we will finally be joined with our Lord and Savior. So we long and we look forward to that day. Before I step down, I do want to invite everyone. At this time, we're going to stand. 
And we're going to pray for healing in the body of Christ. We're going to stand. We're going to pray for healing for all of those that are in need of a physical healing. Even as the body is in need of a spiritual healing. So wherever you are, whether here in the sanctuary or joining us virtually, if you need healing in your body, I just ask that you touch that part of your body. For all of us, let's lift our hearts unto God because we need healing in the body. We've got to bring communion back in a right manner and in a right way and in the right form. Why? So that the body can be healed. Not only our physical bodies, but the spiritual body of Christ. Come on, everybody, everywhere. Come on, get your prayer language out. Come on, it's time to come boldly to the throne of grace. So I invite you, come. Come now. You've already been forgiven. You've already been washed. Now, he said, come boldly to the throne of grace that you might find mercy and help in your time of need. Here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. Heal my body. Here I am, Lord. Heal your body. Hallelujah, Lord. We need your help, Lord. We need your help, Lord. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Help us today. Help us today. We stretch our hand to thee, O Lord. We stretch our hand to thee, O Lord. You are our help. You said you would be a present help in our time of trouble. Help us today, Lord. Help us right now, Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit. Lift me up. Holy Spirit, lift your people up. Holy Spirit, hallelujah, we implore thee, O Lord. By your stripes we are healed. By your stripes we are made well. By the power of Jesus we can recover. By the power of God we can be made whole. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Let your healing virtue flow. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing flow. From the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet. Lord, make us whole again. Make us whole again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray over your body. Pray for the healing you need. Pray for the healing you want. God is available. He's available. He's not slack concerning his promise. Not as some may count slack, but he's long suffering unto us. Not willing that any should pass. Come on, church, pray everybody. Pray everybody. Pray everywhere. Lift your voice unto God. Help us today right now. Help us today right now. Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I cast it out of my body. 
the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, it shall prevail, it shall prevail. I am made whole. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. I feel his presence. I feel the anointing in the house of God. Hallelujah. 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 My body belongs to the Lord. My body belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. My body is the dwelling place of the Lord Moses. Thank you. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you for healing your body. Thank you for the communion. Thank you for the washing. Thank you for the forgiveness. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for your body. Today I am made whole. Today I'm made well in my body. Today I cast out sickness. Today I cast out the virus. Today I cast I cast it out in the name of Jesus. I shall. I shall be made well. I shall be made holy under God as a living sacrifice. Present your body. Yes. Present your body under God. Holy and acceptable. Hallelujah. Which is our reasonable duty. Oh my God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Oh my God. We thank you for the communion. Hallelujah. We thank you for this subtle reminder that we belong to you. That you can make us every wit whole. Come on, everybody, everywhere. Put your hands together. Come on, everybody, everywhere. Put your hands together on the God. Come on, give him your best praise. Give him your best praise. Find a way. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> give him an audible. <laughs> Give him an audible. Make a noise under God. Make a joyful noise under God. In your house, open your mouth. In God's house, open your mouth. Oh, give him a praise. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Yeah, yeah. He's worthy. He's worthy. 
He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of all. He's worthy of all the praise. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for the Lord's table. Yes, I'm glad I waited. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I waited. Look at somebody and say, I'm glad we waited. I'm glad we took our time. We didn't rush into it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we waited. And the Lord <laughs> has honored our faith. But God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the great things he has done. You may be seated all over the sanctuary. Now we move on to the next portion of our service. The Lord bless you and keep you. Amen, church. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to move into our offering time. Amen. Amen. Celebration time. Amen. Amen. And one thing I want to say, I'm going to read the offering information. But one of the ways to, to kind of look at offering, you ever remember that one year when you just really look back at, like, let's say what your mother did for you? You said, this year, either I'm going to throw that kind of party, I'm going to get that kind of gift, because I just want to see her smile, because I've thought about all that she has done for me, and I want to give her that kind of gift. Let's think about this always with offering, all that Christ has done for us, all that he's done, and if we could just give something, amen, 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 amen. So welcome, I'm going to give you our information for offering. You can give by text message, you would text the code TAYLOR61. So T-A-Y-L-O-R-6-1 to the phone number 73256. And you'll receive a link with instructions on how to give. You can give through our uh, church website. Please go to taylortabernacle.com slash giving and follow the instructions there. You can also give by U.S. mail. You can send a check or money order to Taylor Tabernacle. P.O. Box 6309, Philadelphia, PA, 19139. And finally, if you're here with us today, as we exit, we will exit out the side door. The, the baskets are right there, one for your tithes and offering, and the other for our pastor, the speaker's offering. Amen. So let us be a blessing. Amen. As we are brought here together. Isn't it great to finally be back here? Amen. Just when you, we can just get in this atmosphere. Amen. With that, I am going to turn it over to our honor, first lady, for our announcements.
Amen. That's nice and loud. It is indeed good to be back in the house of God with my uh, Taylor Tabernacle family and friends. It is good to see you. Once again, I'm uh, First Lady Jamae Samuels Ford, and I'm going to read the announcements. The pastor and leadership team would like to thank you for joining us for the reopening of the church. Our live stream service will continue via Facebook and YouTube Live so that you can continue to join us in worship right from home. When you decide to join us for in-person worship, please take your temperature before leaving home and bring a mask to wear in the sanctuary. If you or someone in your family has had contact with anyone who has tested positive for the COVID-19 virus, we ask that you please stay home. Additionally, the church van service is suspended until further notice. Please keep this in mind so that you can plan your transportation to the sanctuary accordingly. The memorial service for our brother Ronald T. Ratcliffe Jr., affectionately known as Winky, will be on March 12th at 1 p.m. It will be held at Christ of Calvary Church, which is 500 South 61st Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19143. Masks for that service are required. Please join us Wednesday night for the Lent season and uh, be ready for a special uh, service because the women will be leading us for prayer and Bible study uh, for this date as well as the entire month of March, which is Women's Month. Prayer service is at 7 o'clock and it goes until 8.30 and is, it is via Google Meet. Remember, we are giving up red meat for Lent uh, until Easter Sunday. March 27th, we will have a guest preacher, Bishop Doris Ford from Cathedral of Faith. Yes, yes, indeed. That is worth a hand clap of praise. We miss both Bishop Ford as well as Cathedral of our family at Cathedral of Faith. So we are looking forward to that. Once again, that service is on March 27th. Now I have a garden announcement. Bethel AME Ardmore Victory Gardens and the Black Church Food Security Network have generously invited Taylor Tabernacle and the Garden at Turning the Tide to co-sponsor a new monthly webinar series entitled Black Farmers, Growing Food and Power. This month's topic is Farming While Black in Philadelphia. Join Krista Barfield, who is from the Farmer John Agriculture and Viva Leaf Tea Company, as well as Chris Bolden Newsom from Sankofa Community Farm and True Love Seeds. Join us to learn about their work as regenerative farmers, land workers, and leaders on Thursday, March 17th at 7.30, 7.30 p.m. See the flyer for additional details about the speakers, co-sponsors, and the Zoom information. Spring is right around the corner and the garden will be officially reopening in April. This year, 
we will take the garden to the next level with raised beds and trellises. The video you are watching, I'm not sure if the video is up now. Is the video up? No, okay. The video, I still say that the video you are watching, but the video, there is a special video that will actually be live streamed during service uh, next week, I believe. But uh, what you will see in the video is uh, what the garden will look like this year. And it is, I've seen the video, I've gotten a, a sneak peek. It is a special thing to behold. So please uh, tune in. If you're not here in person, make sure you tune in and stay for those announcements because that video is special. You can see the individual beds that will protect the vegetables, the two trellises that will support four types of seedless grapes, and the structures that will support the tomatoes and the melons. In preparation for the grand reopening of the garden, we will build the structures on Saturday, March 19th. We invite anyone who's interested in contributing to building these structures to join us in the garden on March, March 19th. We will announce more details next, at next Sunday's broadcast, uh, as well as, again, show the video. If you would like to volunteer on March 19th, please send an email to info, that's I-N-F-O, info at turningthetidephilly.org. We are excited to begin the garden season with beautifying the land, and we look forward to seeing you at the garden. If you have any prayer requests, please visit our website at www.taylortabernacle.com and go to our prayer request page or call the church at 215-748-4578 and leave a voicemail so that we can respond. Remember to hit subscribe right there on the YouTube page or follow us at Facebook at Taylor Tabernacle so that you can be informed and stay up to date with all of our upcoming events and dates and gatherings. If you are not receiving our weekly emails, please send us your new email address and we will add you to our list. Thank you. That concludes our announcements. Please act accordingly and with that I'm going to uh, ask Pastor Ford to come back up for our benediction. God bless you, Taylor. Shall we all stand? Once again, we thank you, everyone, for coming out. What a real joy and pleasure to see so many Faces, thank God for our young people being out. Uh, we just so glad to be uh, able to come back into the house of the Lord. Thank God that the virus spread is taking a downward turn. But with that being said, this month, what we're doing in the church, we're still going to wear masks. We're still going to follow the protocols. We want to make sure this thing is down and thoroughly defeated. So let's continue to do that for the balance of this month. We'll see what April's hold for us as we prepare for Holy Week and the Easter celebration. Just want to say, if you did give your life to Christ today, I'm asking you to reach out to me. If you would jump on our web webpage and shoot me an email and just say, hey, Pastor, I gave my life to Christ today. I wanted to be ready for the communion service. Do that so we can get you connected to the ministry, get you assigned to a watch care deacon or deaconess so that you continue to grow with us. Church family, now more than ever, 
I'm asking you to pray for the Radcliffe family. Remember them and the loss of their son. All week long, let's continue to send a prayer on their behalf. Prayer that they might be strengthened. And prayer that the Lord would keep and watch over them. Amen. And then lastly, Jamae said it all regarding the garden. It's Garden 2.0. I'm going to be asking everybody this year to volunteer and participate in the garden in some manner. So I just drop that in your spirit, get you nervous, get you a little anxious. But yeah, I'm going to be asking everybody because we're taking the garden to the new, to a, a next level. We're so excited to be a part of this Black Farmers Network that is all along the 95 uh, I-95 corridor, going all the way down into Florida, going all the way up to Massachusetts, and we are now connected with farmers and gardens across the entire eastern seaboard of the United States. So we got big plans, church. Big plans means big work, but we're up for the challenge. Amen? Come on, lift your hands unto God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine down upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you, and the Lord give you peace. All of God's people say amen, amen, amen again. God bless you, tell the nation. We'll see you next Sunday.